Hey, I am excited to tell you about this month's sponsorship. This month's episodes are sponsored by Crossway, publisher of the English Standard Version of the Bible and a high-end line of heirloom Bibles that are designed to reflect the beauty of God's Word. Each heirloom Bible is skillfully crafted using the highest quality materials and expert craftsmanship. With carefully chosen premium goatskin covers, durable edge lines, smith-sewn binding, beautiful art, gilding, and premium Bible paper chosen for optimal quality, readability, and durability. Learn more at crossway.org. On a personal note, I have one of these Bibles. It actually fell off the top of my car one day and got ran over on the interstate. And it survived. It actually survived. The binding is still good, and I still preach from it every single week. And also, we have a great giveaway going on right now with Crossway. You can jump on Twitter or on theshepherdscrook.co and see it. We are giving away an heirloom Bible, the pastor's book by Kent Hughes, the imperfect pastor by Zach Eswine, the pastor's justification by Jared C. Wilson, and nine marks of a healthy church by Mark Dever. Look online and sign up today. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Today, I want to talk to you about the pastor as learner. The pastor as learner. We just got out of our series on the importance of a decade. And I'm going to launch into a few weeks of just kind of some independent, standalone topics. And today I just want to talk to you about learning, the pastor as a learner. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for your grace uh, that's ever-present, always pointing us to Jesus. And we're thankful for the work of Christ right now, for the finished work of Christ. There's always more to learn, and there's always more to do. But we stop and we recognize that Jesus, you have perfect knowledge, and that you have lived this life perfectly in our place, died in our place, and rose from the grave. And because of what you've done, uh, it's, it's finished. We're not learning or growing as men to earn anything from, from God. We're growing and learning as men because we've been given everything. And uh, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I wanted to tell you a little bit about my education history and my struggles with formal academia and how I've become a learner, hopefully a lifelong learner, in the longer process. I uh, grew up in southern Illinois, going to public schools, and I struggled with school from a very, very early age. I have ADD. Back in the 80s, that wasn't as commonly diagnosed, but went through a series of tests and got given, or I was prescribed a medication and started medication early on in grade school, but I always struggled in school. I was the guy who had his desk by the teacher's desk the first week of school through the entirety of the school year every single year, except for my second grade year. And after I left grade school, I went to Christian school for my sixth grade year through my sophomore year, and my difficulties with education remained. I did have one year where I got straight A's one semester. One semester, seventh grade year, I got straight A's. As a reward, my dad gave me $100. 
It was a big deal. $100 back then seemed like a million dollars. After that, I went back to, after that, my junior year and senior year, I went back to public school, played basketball, and just did my normal studies. I did okay. I graduated in the second half of my class, bottom half of the class, and then did get accepted to a college down in Tennessee, Lee University. So I make the trip down to, to Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee, and start my formal education in college and do my undergraduate work and struggled through the first two years of school. I mean, it was it was really bad. I was really good at intramural sports from everything from ultimate frisbee to badminton, basketball, softball, football, you name it. Hanging out, spending time with friends. I loved college life, but I didn't know how to live. And my studies struggled because of it. To this day, if I look back, I wish I could have grabbed myself by the shoulders and looked at myself and like, dude, you're going to have to pay for this one day. Like, literally, you're going to have to pay money for this. I just didn't know how to live. I didn't know how to study. I didn't know how to be a learner. And my studies, my transcripts show it. I stumbled all the way through school. Fortunately, after leaving school and having a little bit of time between 2007 and 2011 to kind of grow and develop as a man, when I went back to school in 2011 to finish up, I got straight A's. I figured out how things worked. I figured out how classes work. Just do the work, do the study, and you're, you'll do okay. I just didn't know how to be a learner. But in that process of struggling through school, when I began to wind down my time at college down in Tennessee and began to turn my attention back home in Illinois, I something clicked. There was a light bulb. There was something that went off in me. I started to read. And it all started with lit, beginning to listen to sermons. You know, everybody was listening to Driscoll and Chandler back then and 2000 back then. It was, not, it was like 9 or 11, 12, 13 years ago, but I started listening to Driscoll in like 2004 or 5 and his book Radical Reformation came out. At the same time, there was a book by a guy named Erwin McManus, The Barbarian Way. I was very underdeveloped theologically. I just kind of liked books that were somewhat provocative. And I remember reading Radical Reformation by Driscoll and thinking, this is awesome. This is incredible. And every book that he came out with, I started to read. And it was like a something snapped in a good way inside of me, and I just started reading. And for me, there was a difference between independent studies and formal education. Independent studies became the route for me for furthering my mind, imagination, knowledge, all of that. It, it happened through it happened through intentional independent studies. So I did end up graduating college, barely, but that's not where I've received a bulk of my knowledge, a bulk of my learning, and that's not today the process that I take to continue my learning. And so I, I want to challenge you, what, what's the best way for you to learn? Everybody's getting their MDiv and their PhD right now in the ministry field, in the ministry world, it seems like. And that sounds great, and I don't want to diminish that. That may be the best way for you to learn. But if that process of education is burning you out rather than lighting a fire under you to become a lifelong learner, you may need to question it. What path to education is going to light a fire in you to become a lifelong learner? You've got to answer that. Because if you're going to be in ministry for the long haul, if you're going to be a pastor for the long haul, you're going to be a studier for the long haul. And a studier with intention. Not just to learn. You're going to, you're going to, something's going to peak your knowledge in a Bible verse, and you're going to end up studying eschatology for two years. And it's not going to be a course. It's going to be your independent studies. 
you, if you've not worked out your soteriology yet, you need to work that out. And if it's not through classic academia, then you need to follow the path of you know, where your learning takes you. Listen to sermons, open up books, read books, but you've got to become a learner. And I love this in Second Peter chapter, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. And I want to point a few things out in these verses that are going to challenge you to become a, uh, a learner, a pastor as a learner. And in Second Peter chapter 2, starting in verse 2, listen to what Peter says. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. And this is what I want to quickly argue with you. This is the point of knowledge. Our growth in knowledge, even through reading fiction, nonfiction, as we're learning about the world, if you're studying, as you're studying humanities, or as you're studying biology, or creation, this world, whatever it is you're studying, the goal of it is that grace and peace would be multiplied to us in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. We want to grow in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. And as we grow in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord, grace and peace is multiplied to us. We want to grow in our understanding and knowledge of God. The aim of our studies, the aim of what we're becoming is to know more about God. It goes on in verse 3, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Okay, that's great. God's divine power has granted us, given to us, all things that pertain to life and godliness. Okay, Peter, what are these all things that pertain to life and godliness? Well, he's giving us or granted us these things through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. As we are growing in knowledge, it, there is a way to learn that just builds our mind and we become the classic fathead who's got the big head and no heart. And that caricature exists for a reason. But proper knowledge is warm Proper knowledge leads to an understanding of who God is and what he's done. And it's glorious. It pertains to life and godliness. So, pastor, we can't opt out in being a lifelong learner. If your education is dulling your desire to learn, then maybe you need to find out what's the process that's going to give you fuel rather than temper your desire to learn. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.